0: The following contest is a first-round match in the Kings of Consoles Tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 78th C, a 1987 arcade boxing port from Data East, Ring King! And its opponents. A 1990 action puzzle game from Nintendo, Dr. Mario! Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but Round One Fight! Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where every week we take a look at two classic NES games. Currently, later on it'll be other consoles. Uh, We pit them against each other in competition to determine which game is the best. Uh, So far we've had five games move on. We still have, counting this one, 94 more weeks to go before we can crown a king. Uh, But we are doing this the most thorough way we know how with a big tournament. I'm Pat Dooley.
1: And I'm Ricky Deraldo.
0: And today we have got two very different games. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about last week's episode, uh, where in kind of a shocker, although also kind of not a shocker because it was the higher seed, Life Force knocked out the original Mario
1: Brothers. Mario, yeah. Not Super Mario,
0: <laughs> just regular Mario. Yep. The arcade
1: one. Um, probably going to get a lot of hate. or definitely probably gonna get hate. like <laughs> Probably and, and I'm, Man,
0: I hemmed and hawed on that one a lot, but I think we made the right choice. Um, I'm excited to try Life Force again in the second round. Um, And one of these games that we're talking about this week, I'm really excited to play again. Um, Yep. We have the number 51 seed, Dr. Mario, taking on the number 78 seed, Ring King, um, which is sort of a tongue twister because that ing, ing sound is kind of hard to make. Uh, back to back at least it is for me i don't i don't know about you um, ring king ring yeah king. it's hard yeah <laughs> um we always start with the underdog when we discuss these games so let's start with number 78 ring king uh in japan and pal regions it's known as king of boxer uh it was an arcade game first uh published by woodplace uh in japan and pal regions and by data east in north america uh, it was then ported to the nes in 1987 um it is I, I don't know where like 1987 I think I don't know if we'd had Punch Out yet. So this is probably the first if memory serves the first like major NES boxing title. Sounds and right. Yeah. I'll be totally honest, it shows.
1: Yeah this
0: I I hesitate to say I hated it. Because I'm really trying to save that for like truly awful games like kicks or uh, ice hockey. (laughs) But (laughs) this is really close to that H word for me.
1: I agree. This was not Punch Out. That's
0: not at all. Um, I love Punch Out. Punch Out's one of my favorite games ever and this just I, the whole time I was playing this I was thinking I would rather be playing Punch Out now granted that's true when I play a lot of games but especially this one knowing that this console is capable of a better boxing game um, we'll go into specifics later about how far we made it and that sort of stuff um, I thought for the era the graphics were decent uh, I agree with you I I, the the boxers looked like boxers there were enough different animations to the kinds of punches I wasn't crazy about the way that like fighters thrusted to get off the ground after they'd been knocked down that animation was weird but like the animation of like it was very satisfying to land a good punch to the face or a gun yeah, I the, rarely yeah did the, that. the way
1: they moved to the punches as yeah. well yeah yeah
0: I rarely landed good punches because this game is really hard. Yep. But it was very satisfying when I would. Um, I there were a lot of things that maybe if I had known them when I started, I might have enjoyed it more. But like I didn't realize at first that you could add attributes to your fighter. Like you have like a pool of points. You could yeah. Use if you to- go to training mode, right? Yeah. If you go to training yeah. mode,
1: you can level up. That's the thing. Like this game. So there's a tournament mode, training. And then they had like they had something so it's just else, like a regular
0: versus. I think
1: a ranked rank mode. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I played
0: training mode for the entire hour because I couldn't figure out how to get back to the main screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. So I fought everybody that you can fight in the training mode to the point where I looped back to the first fighter again. Um, wow. We'll talk about like how far quote unquote we made it later on. Um, yeah. In all of the, I think I had 19 fights, I never figured out a strategy. Um, I always just kind of just kept throwing hands, hoping to land something that would knock them down. Uh, I didn't realize at first that you could, like, rest between rounds. Um, Like, if you just mashed B between rounds, you could refill your stamina meter. (laughs) Although, full disclosure... I think I was too distracted by the between rounds animation
1: <laughs> before to we pay go any there <laughs> before we go there i I don't know I thought this game was really boring i don't I yeah. just couldn't get into it. I did the ranked mission first, and I mm-hmm. got whooped, and then I remember turning it off and turning it back on, so I never even i guess i I didn't know there was a back button, so I'm like with you where I probably would have stayed stuck in ranked mode, yeah. But, but then I tried tournament, and it was a little easier, but still not winning. And then I went to trading mode, and I got to, like, the fifth guy.
0: Yeah. Um. So this was... I mean, this was just not fun. But there is one fun thing that came out of it. And um, it's known. This and is... It is known. It's infamous <laughs> for this. And I didn't know yeah. before this Same. that there was had a no idea. community of people who knew Ring King from this one thing. Do you... I've, I feel like I've kind of... Taking the reins on this, you want to? Do you want to talk about that? Because I mean, I kind of don't, but I do so bad.
1: <laughs> so, in every round, once the round is up, <laughs> you go into the corner, and then I guess your trainer is helping you. Yeah,
0: was I can or, punch out like between rounds, like you know, yeah. Joe is like massaging your shoulders and getting you ready for the next round. It's kind of like that, but
1: but. The thing is, it looks like he's giving you a blowjob.
0: Yeah. The, <laughs> uh, the the trainer is on his knees in front of you while you're, like, sitting on the little stool in the corner. And his head is bobbing up and down while he's, you know, he's probably, like, massaging your calf so you don't cramp up or something. But, whew, boy, oh, boy. Oh, uh, man.
1: How did that get approved
0: i don't maybe 1987 was just a more innocent time
1: you know what they probably i don't think they even have they don't have a exactly you know what it's a different time maybe it's just (laughs) our time that we're like see that but maybe back in the day they were like oh no I, i don't see that at all yeah
0: but if you if you just google image search ring king the first result up. i'm sure will be that
1: i just googled um, it and yes yes it is
0: it <laughs> is unmistakable um but yeah it's and it's not like there wasn't like a like a i mean there was no rating system in 1987 like that right. didn't happen until much later um but i still don't i i just i don't think that was nintendo trying to like i'm going to hate myself for this phrase but You know, trying to slip one past the goalie. Like, I don't think this was them, like, being (laughs) raunchy. I genuinely just don't think it
1: occurred to anybody that that's what that looked like. And also, I don't know if they had, like, how are they going to graphically do it? Yeah. You know? Even though we saw that Punch-Out could do it, and I just looked it up, they did come out the same year. So This was the
0: same year as Punch-Out?
1: Same year as Punch-Out
0: Holy cow So there's really no excuse for this to be this bad Right A little bit of trivia Uh, I did um, One of the things that kind of bugged me about the game Was it felt like you could just walk forever in that ring And like boxing rings don't seem that big When you're watching an actual fight So I did a little research Most boxing rings are between 16 by 16 and 20 by 20. There's some 18 by 18, but they're usually somewhere in that range. So for the benefit of the doubt, let's say that all the boxers in this game are flyweights, which is the lowest weight class that's shared by all six major boxing associations. In 1987, there were three recognized world flyweight titles. I couldn't find, and there were four title changes during the year, so there were six different people that held those titles in 1987, the year this game came out. So, just for frame of reference, I basically looked up the smallest fighters <laughs> in yeah, 1987 such... to try and figure out how big this ring was. I was able to find information about five of them. I couldn't find anything about Shin Hai Sup. So, if you know how tall Shin Hai Sup was, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, but the remaining five champions average out to about five foot five so let's say these guys are flyweights their average size for a flyweight champion so they're five foot five so for them to be i mean they're very very small in this ring so their size relative to the ring if they're five five i couldn't get an exact measurement because it was hard to find good screenshots that showed the whole ring because the ring moves like the camera moves with you while you're fighting and you really can't like run all over the ring but that ring is probably at least 30 by 30, which is almost double the size of a regulation yeah. boxing ring. Um, so that was just my like nerdy tangent of I couldn't find much that I actually enjoyed about the game. So I had to like nerd it up just to keep my mind engaged. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Excuse me. Yeah, I was thinking of also like I wonder who they got the look of the boxer, but you can't really tell. They're kind of all the same yeah they're just
0: kind of like color palette swapped
1: yep that's it they just changed the color
0: yeah there were some of their names were like vaguely similar to um like actual boxers of the era that i don't know if those were coincidence like there was a guy in the training mode who was like m marvin and it made me wonder if that was like marvelous marvin Hagler. um but I well. don't know enough about late 80s boxing to to be able to find out if there was like a one-to-one comparison or if that was just a coincidence and Marvin Hagler just happened to be a boxer I knew of. Um, so I don't know about that. Um, the I did like the mechanic. One thing I did actually like about this game is the mechanic of grappling. Like If you, oh, yeah, the if you were getting beaten up, you can, like in a real boxing match, you can, you know, basically go into a clinch, you know, and hug your, uh, your opponent. And while you do that, you regain stamina. They do too. But like, if you're, you know, a couple of punches away from being knocked out, you know, get them in the corner and grapple them and, you know, catch your breath a little bit. Yeah, I thought so that was a cool mechanic. Um,
1: this but. was definitely, so p- punch out definitely like the arcade game. Oh, like yeah. this was very real at the time. Like, yeah. There's a level-up system, kind of, like the attributes. uh, The boxing's very like boxing. So I I understand what it was doing.
0: It felt to me like somebody played this and then decided to take elements of it and turn it into a wrestling game, and then that game wound up becoming Fire Pro. (laughs) Yeah. Like, there are... There are definitely some similarities between those. And I know the first Fire Pro, I'm pretty sure, was a Super NES game. Um, and then, you know, got bigger and bigger from there. Uh, but, like, there are definitely elements of of this and the way it handles, like, the the grappling mechanism for regaining your stamina comp- compared to the, like, how you can catch your breath in Fire Pro. Like it just it felt like there were some some similarities there. This is just a way worse game.
1: Yeah, I feel like this was like the 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 fight night round two of the time, and Punch Out was like the NBA Street. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. that's all. Like, I guess if you like boxing and you're really into like leveling up or right, like
0: like a hardcore boxing sim,
1: yeah, I think this is the game. Yeah, and then punch-outs like the arcade. That's yeah. where I'm getting it, but I still hate it. I thought it was boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, I feel like I, we're doing a, like
0: a lot of legwork for this game. We're trying, man. did I mean, really
1: deserve it. it. I like, I'm trying to figure out why was it on a list. Yeah. And like you said, the graphics, I thought like the punching and the grappling, they all look really good for the time. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, there's definitely stuff that in a better game would have been great. But yep. it was, you know, um, you know, it's, it was lipstick on a pig like it, you know, it 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 helped the looks a little bit, but not by much. Uh, so on the other side of the bracket on the, in the other corner from Ring King uh, is a 1990 action puzzle video game produced by Gunpei Yokoi and designed by Takahiro Harada, uh, developed and published by Nintendo Dr. Mario. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> wow, this is such a better game.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah.
0: It's also, like, so many of these NES games, and I feel like I'm using the phrase punishingly hard every week uh, for six weeks, but this game was punishingly hard, even on low levels. Like, it's it's very... There are, there's a lot of randomization in the game, and if you're dealt kind of a bad hand of viruses when a level starts, uh, you can get in real trouble real fast in this.
1: Yeah. So I, I enjoy. I mean, I love Dr. Mario, so
0: yeah, it was it's a, a really, really great game. Uh, it's a falling block puzzle game. Um, it's like Tetris, except whereas Tetris, you start the game with a blank slate and you fill in the gaps with the blocks, in the, basically like a pill bottle, there are little virus monsters inside yeah. the uh, inside the bottle. And there's red, there's blue, and there's yellow. So you, as Dr. Mario, have pills that are either like red-red, red-blue, red, red-yellow, blue-blue, blue-yellow, you know, some combination of the, the three colors, um, and you're throwing them in... And you're moving them like like Tetrads and Tetris. You're trying to drop them onto the viruses of the same color to get four of that color in a row. So to get rid of a red virus, you have to put three red pills on it. Yeah. Or at least red segments of pills either on it or horizontal front.
1: Or it. next to it or, yeah.
0: But because the the viruses are kind of floating in the bottle... You can't really, like, it's very difficult to do horizontal without filling the bottle up with stuff you're going to have to clear out later. But they'll be side by side or on top of each other. So there's a real level of strategy that was really satisfying, but also really challenging.
1: It was a pain in the butt. Yeah, Yeah. it was definitely a pain. But, okay, go ahead.
0: Well, I was gonna say there's a game for Genesis called Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if you've ever played that. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a similar game to this, except in Mean Bean Machine, which is a game I played a lot as a kid—way uh, more than I played Doctor Mario. In Mean Bean Machine, like let's say you have three red pieces. It's a very similar mechanic to Doctor Mario, where you have they're like little they're beans but they're 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 two parts and they're either two of the same color or one of two different colors and you drop them in so let's say you've got three reds stacked and you have a red and a blue coming you rotate the red and blue so that it's horizontal with the red landing on top of the red stack and the blue hanging over when you do that the red sticks to the other reds and the blue drops down as far as it can in that column
1: Yep, this one doesn't. (laughs) That
0: is not how Dr. Mario works. Nope. (laughs) And I kept, like, my brain, like, muscle memory kept wanting to try to do that. And then I would wind up with just these pills hanging out in the middle of nowhere because I had dropped them horizontally on something with nothing to the side. Thinking, because my muscle memory told me so, that if I did that, the other half of the capsule would fall. And it didn't, and I got myself in so much trouble early, and so I didn't make it nearly as far in this as I would have. Yeah,
1: they they only fall when a column goes away. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. Basically, the pill breaks when the virus dies, um, yeah, and whatever is hanging from it drops.
1: Um, so that's how you do the like. That's how you would do your combo, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, because once it drops, it drops to the other, then the the other column goes away. That's where like that's where it gets fun. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. Um, I really liked um, one. This is a weird game, kind of unsettling to play given the circumstances we find ourselves in now. A little bit. Yeah, uh, it's a little weird. You know, trying to eradicate a, a virus um, and losing. Um, <laughs> it's a it's it's a little weird now. Uh, but I really like the like the design of the viruses were yeah. all really cool, and I loved how like you could see them in like, a microscope over on the side, and they would react to how you were playing. So,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if you noticed that when you were playing, but like, yeah, yeah. if a red one is about to get wiped out, like it's just like, oh, no. over in the corner, and then it will die when you kill all of the red viruses in the bottle. Or if like the bottle is starting to fill up, and you're in trouble of losing, like they're all laughing, and I don't know, that was just a fun little... It doesn't add anything to the actual gameplay. It's just a fun like level of detail that the programmers took to give the, the enemies a personality that they didn't have to do, but I'm so glad they did.
1: Yeah. So when I started playing this, I was like, I don't know because I have three ways to play it. <laughs> so I played it all three ways. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I played it on my phone. I played it on the NES classic, and I played it on the Switch.
0: Nice.
1: So I was just saying, so I, I and I, uh, I stayed with the NES because this is the king of consoles to try to find out how good it is. And the one thing I would say is it's pretty slow on the NES.
0: I only played it on the NES, so I can't compare it to to the other. Yeah, like, ports.
1: so I've been like really big into playing Tetris 99 right now. And playing a game like this, I remember I had to, I just had to slow down my brain a little bit <laughs> because it was just going. I had it in the highest speed, but the highest speed of that time is very different, very different from what it is now.
0: Yeah,
1: hmm. it's but I loved it. I love this game. Yeah, I didn't know how much I loved it until I was like playing <laughs> it a lot. I, I was like, okay.
0: So, just for... Uh, I know we've talked about other lists uh, that these games appear on. It is number 51 on the IGN list that we based the tournament brackets on. Uh, Dr. Mario was also rated the 134th best game ever released on any Nintendo system when Nintendo Power did their top 200 games list. Screw Attack calls it the 7th best Mario game of all time. Uh, and, uh, wow. and IGN is 51. Uh, games Radar says it's the thirteenth best NES game ever made, and like honestly, I'm probably leaning more toward Games Radar than I am uh, than IGN. Like IGN has it at fifty one, Games Radar has it at thirteen. I, I yeah. definitely feel like it's on the higher end of the games we've played so far.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I mean, it also came out like at the end of the NES. I'm right. Yeah, In 1990.
0: Yeah, that was the year before the Super Nintendo came
1: out. So so they were still it, making it,
0: games into like ninety three, ninety four. But yeah. this was like the end of peak NES.
1: Yeah, you could tell because like the quality, mm-hmm. like Mario looks great throwing, yeah. throwing the pills every time. I was impressed too. I was like, the music is great. Mm-hmm. Once again, it's catchy. That Especially NES when you, good. the title screen. Oh, I love the title screen. title music
0: is great. The Doctor Mario
1: theme is great. It's awesome. No, yeah, this game—it's very hard because, like, off off the podcast, we're trying not to play these games before we, you know, we have to play them again if they win. And this this is rough. This one's—I yeah. <laughs> really want to play it right now. <laughs> yeah, this was this. I
0: think I feel like this one and um. Weirdly, Lolo Three have been the two that I want to most get back into. Um, yeah.
1: I'm so, gonna say this one and Life Force for me.
0: I'm, I want to play Life Force again, knowing now that the Konami code does work exactly. <laughs> knowing <laughs> yeah. that I can survive on more than three lives, yeah, I think I'll get more enjoyment out of Life Force the second time around. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that would be up there as well. Um, so I think it's pretty clear which game is moving on, but before we do that, we always compare our high scores, uh, for those of you keeping score at home, uh, I have gotten farther or gotten a higher score on five of the 10 games we've played up until this episode. Ricky has done three and we've tied on two. So Dr. Mario and Ring King, this could be a chance for Ricky to, to tie me up or I could (laughs) build an even more commanding lead. Uh, so Bro. Ring King, you played three do different we,
1: modes Yeah, how do we judge that? Because I there's no level track of level. my one
0: loss record um, oh. So I I played 19 matches and I won 7 Um, I, knocked, I won by knockout 7 times I lost by knockout 11 times And I lost by decision once
1: I'm just gonna give you it. I didn't write down. I know I only won like five times, so that one's yours. <laughs> All right, okay. Because I feel like I lost like eight. <laughs> just because I remember at the beginning, I just was like, "What are the buttons? I don't. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have to hold down B. What? Ah,
0: yeah, it was. There, yeah, I. Neither of us enjoyed that uh, experience, yeah. but yeah, I'll I'll take the win. Uh, especially since I'm pretty sure you're gonna crush me on Doctor Mario because my mean brain mean bean machine brain wouldn't shut off so <laughs> well I, we'll see i only made it to level 6 on dr mario i did beat you and my high <laughs> score was 14800
1: so i went to level 12 with the speed high and i had to stop playing cuz the our timer finished during it <laughs> and i had 21 viruses left to cure oh jeez yeah and my were... high score was 1446
0: <laughs> oh wow oh yeah so 144 yeah 144,600 yeah, thousand, more yeah. than 10 times my score yeah okay <laughs> um uh one thing I, I didn't mention when we were talking about the game itself at the end of level five and i don't know if it does it again at level 10 there was like a weird it congratulations cutscene. it does uh, like, I was like <laughs> did i beat this like i remember this being so much harder And then there was a level six, and it was way harder than level five was. Like that's just that's weird.
1: Yeah, I think there's twenty levels. I I didn't look, but yeah, after five, there's like a cutscene. Yeah, (laughs) it's weird. So like, okay.
0: So yeah, that was that was weird. Um, So it's pretty clear who's gonna win. Uh, the winner is going to take on Excite Bike in round two. Excite Bike is the number fourteen seed. Oh, um, what so probably, a bet. <laughs> Excite Bike is oh, that's another great one. Excite Bike has one of the very first is one of the first games I can ever remember that has like a create function in it, where you like build your own park to ride in. uh oh, man, I'm so excited for Excite Bike. That's such a great game.
1: That's going to be a rough man. Okay, because yeah, I think we're.
0: Like it's Excitebike against Dr. Mario, right? Dr. Mario is winning yeah. this in
1: convincing fashion, hands down. Honestly, guys, if you wanted, I if you want to check out ranking, just see the the yeah, meme. Yeah, just we'll, it's we'll post it in, in the on Twitter
0: and and the Instagram and Facebook. Um, it's it's something. Um, Dr. Mario also got a hundred percent of our social media votes, so I mean, this is a this is a runaway. Uh, Dr. Mario wins this. Uh, we do have some listener feedback, not specifically about this matchup, but about the uh, about the second round, the game that Dr. Mario will be facing in round two. Uh, our old friend Ryan O from Did You Know With Ryan O uh, on Twitter tweeted at us the following Excite Bike. Excite Bike. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, I think he did that on purpose. Excite Bike. Excite Bike. Excite Bike. Excite Bike. That is all. <laughs> um, so I think I know what Ryan is pulling for in this tournament. Uh I'm I'm right there with you Ryan. I love that game. I'm really excited to get to it uh, in round 2.
1: Um, we'll see man. Dr. Mario is oh, Dr. Man. Mario is a powerhouse. At
0: <laughs> that 51 seed like that is That's a tough bracket because yeah. the winner between Excite Bike and uh Dr. Mario is going to have to, might face, we don't know what's going to be playing against it, but the other top seed in that section of the bracket is Castlevania.
1: Oh, so, okay. Like, a, and then
0: if whoever survives that is probably going to have to play the original Super Mario Brothers in the third round. Like that is just a killer bracket. That, that whole quadrant has Super Mario Brothers, Excite Bike, Castlevania, Metroid, Kirby's Adventure, the original Final Fantasy, and Blaster Master. Like, that is a brutal draw. That's like those well, years girls. in March Madness when, like, Kansas, Duke, and Michigan State all wind up in the same region somehow. <laughs> that's that's what that part of the bracket looks like. For ratings, Pat. For ratings. For so ratings, gonna... yeah. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Like, that's, that's going to be a rough one to come out of. Uh, yep. Next week, uh, we will be back with another episode. Uh, the number 37 seed, Jackal. We'll be facing number 92, Skate or Die 2, The Search for Double Trouble. And I've been sort of teasing this uh, for a couple of weeks on the show now. And next week, I will finally reveal the story of why the Dooley family stopped renting games and movies from Video Sensations. That is not a story you're going to want to miss. Uh, I have never played either of these games, so I'm excited to, to tackle Same. both.
1: I don't um, any, i'll don't. be honest i don't think i've heard of these games so i'm pretty excited
0: yeah it'll be fun uh skater die 2 very much um i I've, I've never played the second one I, I play the first one um but like i i don't know if there is a, a tony hawk if there isn't a Skater die um so that'll be <laughs> a, a fun conversation for for next week uh in the meantime Check us out on challenge, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com slash kings of consoles. We have the whole bracket posted there. So if you want to kind of look ahead and see what's coming up in future weeks, we have the dates that each episode will be coming out along with each of the matchups. So you can kind of plan ahead uh, if you want to start, you know, tweeting at us or or posting on our Facebook page. uh, Because you really, really want to talk up Kickle Cubicle and you want to like put that bug in our head that we should pick that over star tropics when that game comes up by all means, let us know. I'm pretty sure that's what Ryan O was trying to do with his excite bike comment. Um, <laughs> that's I'm so excited for excite bike. I'm so excited. No, no pun intended. I guess I'm so excited to play another hour of Dr. Mario. Uh, and I'm going to try and skater. Die two next week, uh, because those will be two new experiences for me. Um, which I haven't had yet. If I'm looking over what we've played so far, and I have, yeah, there's been at least one game in each matchup that I have played before. Facebook.com/slash Kings of Consoles at Kings of Consoles on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the show. Uh, you can listen to the show on whatever app you're using now. Uh, we're on Podbean. We're on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. We are on um, Spotify. We're, you know, slowly expanding the platforms that you can listen to us on. So whatever your favorite pod app is, we're we'll be there. there or we will be yep. there shortly. Uh, I am putting in a lot of work into getting us onto those platforms. <laughs> um, you can also reach out to me directly. Uh, I'm at loopydate on Twitter.
1: And I'm at forty uh, Ricky4518. Almost got it that time. Almost. <laughs> God. <laughs> I was distracted and I'm like, oh, my
0: turn <laughs> <laughs> so guys thanks so much for listening uh, we'll we'll see you next time we won't see you, you'll hear us stay inside and while you're staying inside play old games they're great see you next time Bye. have a good one Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me Pat Dooley. thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song intro for a non-existent video game which can be found at freemusicarchive.org And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.